0: It's June the 12th. Let's read the Bible. Welcome back, friends, to this year-long journey. We hopped on the Bible bus in January. Here we are in, well, we're coming close to the middle of June, and the Bible bus today has brought us to 1 Chronicles chapter 4. If you liked yesterday, you're going to love today. We've got more names. But before we do that, let me just share with you something. I've been encouraging you to share these videos with your friends. And one one of my buddies, Chris, did this. He uh, he wants his friends, uh, he's on Facebook. He wanted to recommend this Bible reading project to his friends. And so he shared one of the one of the days of Bible reading. He shared one of these videos that's on Facebook, but this is when you hit the share button, he added this still loving This Bible bus journey I'm on with Pastor Ray Pritchard. If you haven't joined or you would like to, then just go to www.keepbelieving.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. You can also listen on Apple, Google, or Spotify Plus. It is absolutely free. That's fantastic. If I had written that, it couldn't be better than that. So thank you, Chris, for doing that. And I encourage you, if you're on Facebook, and I suppose most of you are, take today's reading or any reading you want any of these videos and hit the share button but add some comments just say something so your friends know why you're sharing it and i think a lot of them will join us as we read through the bible together now one thing and we're just going to jump right in because today it's chapters four five and six of first chronicles remember the first nine chapters are all genealogy they start the, the genealogy starts in chapter one. The Very first word is Adam. We go from Adam to Abraham to Isaac to to uh, Jacob and to the boys to the twelve tribes, the sons and the twelve tribes. Along the way, we stop and we check out the descendants of Esau, the descendants live on Mount Seir um, Edomite territory. And, and and you know, as you can tell, you've got a lot of names in here and this one, son, and this one, father, and clearly Ezra, the scribe, who writes this about 430 BC, he's fleshing out the story. The image that really helps me is the one I shared yesterday. It's like climbing into the attic of Israel's history. Remember, when the Jews came back from Babylon, they came back in disarray to disarray. They came back from captivity to total desolation. The the whole structure of the nation, the whole structure was just up in the air because the northern ten tribes, so so many of those families had just disappeared with the Assyrian captivity several hundred years earlier, and now things were just, everything was up in the air. From being one of the, from being really the center of the world, which is how the Jews thought of themselves in Jerusalem and Solomon's temple, now they were under gentile domination completely i mean does god still have a plan and what god is doing here what Ezra's is doing here, he's he, he's taking the old yearbook of israel and he's blowing the dust off and saying let me give you a genealogy going all the way back to the beginning so that when we finally get here to the post exilic period 430 bc you'll understand who we are you'll understand where we are and most of all You'll understand how we got here in God's plan, mostly to say to the Jewish people of 430 BC roughly, God has not forgotten us. So we, we finished yesterday and we got down to David and then down through, down through David and Solomon and the, the kings and the exile and the people after the exile, Got basically down to Ezra's day. So what happens in chapter four? Now we're going to start going through tribe by tribe, Judah, and Simeon, and Reuben, and you're just going to see this. He's going to give us the the genealogies by the tribes, and he especially is going to pay attention to the Levites and the, the descendants of Aaron, because those are the ones who are going to serve in the rebuilt temple. Because that in that rebuilt temple of under Zerubbabel, it was, it was a great blessing, but it was a shadow of a shadow of what the glories of Solomon's temple was. And it was very easy for the people of God to feel forgotten and to, to feel as if, why even bother? So Ezra wants to know you got a great heritage and your heritage is proof that you are here by God's purpose. He's got a great future for you. Little, little do the people know that uh, Ultimately, all of this is going to point to the coming son of David, the Lord Jesus Christ, but that's still centuries in the future. So we begin in First Chronicles chapter 4, the tribe of Judah. Judah's sons, Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Hur, and Shobal. Rei, son of Shobal, fathered Jahath and Jahath, fathered Ahumai and Lahad. These were the families of the Zoraites. These were Etam's sons. Jezreel, Ishma, and Idbash, and their sister was named Hazel El Poni. Penuel fathered Gidor, and Ezer fathered Hushah. These were the sons of Her, Ephra, Ephrathah's firstborn, and the father of Bethlehem. Asher fathered Tekoa and had two wives, Elah and Na'ara. Naarah bore Ahuzam, Hefer, Tamini, and haah ha to him. These were Naarash's sons, Hela's sons, Zerath, Zohar, and Ethneb. Kaz fathered Anub, Zobiba, and the families of Aharhel, son of Haram. Jabez, ding, ding, ding. You know, the prayer of Jabez, this is where it comes from. Going down through this genealogy and suddenly, bam, right here, Jabez. Verse nine, Jabez was more honored than his brothers. His mother named him Jabez and said, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez called out to the God of Israel, If only you would bless me, extend my border, let your hand be with me, and keep me from harm so that I will not experience pain. And God granted his request. Chilab, brother of Shuha, fathered Meher, who was the father of Eshton. Eshton fathered Beth, Rapha, Paseah, and Tahina, the father of Irnahash. These were the men of Rekah, Kenaz's sons, Othniel and Siraah. Othniel's sons, Hathath and Meonothai. Meonothai father Ophra, and Sirah, father Joab, the ancestor of those in the craftsmen's valley, for they were craftsmen, the sons of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, Eru, Elah, and Naam, Elah's son, Kenaz, Jehalelah's sons, Ziph, Ziphah, Tiriah, and Ah, Asarel, Irza's sons, Jether, Mered, Ephra, and Jalon. Mered's wife, Bethiah, gave birth to Miriam, Shammai, and Ishba, the father of Eshtimoah. These were the sons of Pharaoh's daughter, Bethiah. Mered had married her. His Judean wife gave birth to Jered, the father of Gedor, Heber, the father of Sokot, and Jacuthiel, the father of Zenoah, the sons of Hedoah's wife, the sister of Nahum, the father of Keilah, the Carmite, and the father of Eshtimoah, the Ma'akathite, Shimon's sons, Amnon, Ben Hanan, and Keilah, Ishi's Ishi sons, Zoheth and Beth-Zoheth, the sons of Sheila, son of Judah, Ur, the father of Lekah, Leah, the father of Mereshah, the families of the guild of linen workers at Beth-Ashbia, Jochim, the men of Koziba and Joash, and Seraph, who married Moabites and returned to Lehim. These names are from ancient records. They were the potters and residents of Netaim and Gidera. They lived there in the service of the king. Shit, Simeon's son. See, second tribe. We've done, we've done, um, <laughs> oh, man. We've done Judah. Okay, now, here we go. We're going to do Simeon, second tribe. Simeon's sons. Nimuel, Jamin, Jarib, Zerah, and Shaul, Shaul's sons. His son, Shalom, his son, Mibsam, his son, Mishma, Mishma's son, his son, Hamuel, his son, Zacher, and his son, Shimei. Shimei had 16 sons and six daughters, but his brothers did not have many children, so their whole family did not become as numerous as the Judeans. They lived in Beersheba, Bolada, Hazar, Shuel, Bilha, Ezen, Toled, Bethuel, Horma, Ziklag, Beth, Mar-Kaboth, Hazar-Susim, Beth-Biri, and Sha'arim. These were their cities until David became king. Their villages were Etam, Aten, Rimon, Tokin, and Asham, five cities, and all their surrounding villages as far as Baal. These were their settlements, and they kept a the genealogical record for themselves. Mishobab, Jemlet, Shosha, son of Amaziah, Joel, Jehu, son of Josabiah, son of Sariah, son of Asiel, eli o Ja'akobah, jesho Asiah, Adiel, Jesamiel, Benaiah, and Zizah, son of Shephi, son of Alan, son of Jediah, son of Shimri son of Shemaiah. These mentioned by name were leaders in their families. Their ancestral houses increased greatly. They went to the entrance of Gedor to the east side of the valley to seek pasture for their flocks. They found rich, good pasture, and the land was broad, peaceful, and quiet, for some Hamites had lived there previously. Those who were were recorded by name came in the days of King Hezekiah of Judah, attacked the Hamites' tents, and the Minuites, who were found there, and set them apart for destruction, as they are today. Then they settled in their place, because there was pasture for their flocks. Now, five hundred men from these sons of Simeon went with Pelatiah, Neariah, Rephiah, and Uziel, the descendants of Ishi. As their leaders to Mount Seir, they struck down the remnant of the Amalekites who had escaped, and they still live there today. And all of that, First Chronicles four, gives us a genealogy of two great tribes: first, the tribe of uh, Judah, and second, the tribe of Simeon. Tribe of Simeon. Now we come into First Chronicles chapter five. Third tribe: Judah, Simeon. Now Reuben. These were the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel. He was the firstborn, but his birthright was given to the sons of Joseph, son of Israel, because Reuben defiled his father's bed. He is not listed in the genealogy according to birthright. Although Judah became strong among his brothers and a ruler came from him, the birthright was given to Joseph, the sons of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi, Joel's sons, his son Shemiah, his son Gog, his son Shimei, his son Micah, his son Ri'ai, his son Baal, his son Bearah. Bearah was the leader of the Reubenites, and King Tiglath Pileser of Assyria took him into exile. His relatives, by their families, as they are recorded in the family records. Jael, the chief, Zechariah, and Bela, son of Azaz, son of Shema, son of Joel, they settled in Arul'er as far as Nebo and Baal Meon. They also settled in the east as far as the edge of the desert that extends to the Euphrates River, because their herds had increased in the land of Gilead. During Saul's reign, they waged war against the Hagrites who were defeated by their power, and they lived in their tents throughout the region east of Gilead. Okay, so Reuben, part of this is to blow the dust off Israel's history and and help the Jews in 430 B.C. So how did we even end up where we were? Well, the, the tribe of Reuben, and the tribe of Gad, we're going to get to, then the half tribe of Manasseh, they were on the east side of the Jordan River. So naturally, when he talks about Reuben, he's talking about their conquest off to the east. Now Gad, the sons of Gad, live next to them in the land of Bashan as far as Salakah. Joel the chief, Shapham the second in command, Jani and Shaphet in Bashan, their relatives according to their ancestral houses, Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, Jorai, Jacob, Zia, and Eber seven. These were the sons of Abiel, sons of Hurai, son of Jeroah, son of Gilead, son of Michael, son of Jashishai, son of Jado, son of Buz, Ahai, son of Abiel, son of Gunai, was head of their ancestral family. They lived in Gilead and Bashan and its surrounding villages and throughout the pasture lands of Sharon. All of them were registered in the genealogies during the reigns of Judah's king, Jotham, and Israel's king, Jeroboam. The descendants of Reuben and Gad and half the tribe of Manasseh had 44,760 warriors who could serve in the army. Men who carried shield and sword drew the bow and were trained for war. They waged war against the Hagrites, Jeter, Naphish, and Nodab. They received help against these enemies because they cried out to God in battle, and the Hagrites and all their allies were handed over to them. He was receptive to their prayer because they trusted in him. They captured the Hagrites' livestock, 50,000 of their camels, 250,000 sheep, and 2,000 donkeys, as well as 100,000 people. Many of the Hagrites were killed because it was God's battle, and they lived there in the Hagrites' place until the exile. See what he's doing? He's saying in 430 B.C., you can look back, and you can see the hand of God. Yes, northern ten tribes were carried away. Yes, southern two tribes went into captivity and came back, but While they were in the land, when they turned to God, God did wonderful things for them. Again, blowing the dust off history. So these names are meant to tell the Jews something. God knows what he's doing. Now, on the east side of the Jordan River, you got Reuben, you got Gad, and Manasseh was a huge tribe. So part of it was on the west side. and One part, half the tribe was on the east side. Verse 23. The descendants of half the tribe of Manasseh settled in the land from Bashan to Baal-Herman, that is, Senior, or Mount Hermon. They were numerous. These were the heads of their ancestral families, Ephra, Eshi, Eliel, Azrael, Jeremiah, Hodaviah, and Jadiel. They were valiant warriors, famous men, and heads of their ancestral houses. But they were unfaithful to the god of their ancestors. They prostituted themselves with the gods of the nations God had destroyed before them, so the God of Israel roused the spirit of King Pul, that is Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria, and he took the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh into exile. He took them to Hala, Habor, Hera, and Gozan's River, where they are until today. This is blowing off the history. What happened to these tribes in the east? They were, they were taken away, and most of them, and this is now it would be almost 300 years earlier when this happened and the descendants of these tribes, they're in Assyrian territory to this day. Okay, now chapter six, we're going to get more detail, much more detail about the Levites and the descendants of Aaron because they are going to serve in the temple that Zerubbabel rebuilt. Not as big, but it was the temple of God in Jerusalem. Levi's sons, Gershom, Kohath, and Merari. Kohash's sons, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. Amram's children, Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. See? Eric got that. Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu. We talked about them in Leviticus. Eliezer and Ithamar. Eleazar fathered Phinehas. We've run into Eleazar and Phinehas a number of times. Phinehas fathered Abishua. Abishua fathered Bukai. Bukai fathered Uzai. Uzai fathered Zerahiah. Zerahiah fathered Marioth. Moriah fathered Amariah. Amariah fathered Ahitub. Ahitub fathered Zadok, big name there. Zadok fathered Ahimaaz. Ahimaaz fathered Azariah. Azariah fathered Johanan. Johanan fathered Azariah, who served as priest in the temple that Solomon built in Jerusalem. See, this is ding, ding, ding. We're being given a time here, a time frame. Now, Azariah fathered Amariah. Amariah fathered Ahitub. Ahitub fathered Zadok. Zadok fathered Shalom. Shalom fathered Hilkiah. Micaiah fathered Azariah, Azariah fathered Sariah, and Sariah fathered Jehozadak. Jehozadak went into exile when the Lord sent Jerusalem, uh, Judah and Jerusalem into exile at the hands of Nebuchadnezzar. So you've gone in verse 10 from Solomon, about the 900s. Now down in verse 15, you're 586 BC. We're just tracing them down here. But these are the Levites, Levi's sons, Gershom, Kohath, and Merari. These are the names of Gershom's sons, Libni, Shimei, Kohath's sons, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uzziel. Merari's sons, Melai, and Mushai. These are the Levites' families, according to their fathers, of Gershon, his son Libni, his son Jahath, his son Zimma, his son Joah, his son Ido, his son Zerah, his son Jeathirai, Kohath's sons, his son Aminadab, his son Korah, his son Aser, his son Elkanah, his son Ebiasath his son Aser, his son Teath, his son Uriel, his son Uzai, his son Shaul, Elkanah's sons, a Ahimoth, his son Elkanah, his son Zophai, his son Nahath, his son Eliab, his son Jehoram, his son Elkanah, Samuel's sons, his firstborn Joel, his second son Abijah, Merari's sons, Meli, his son Libni, his son Shimei, his son Uzziah, his son Shimei, his son Haggai, his son Asiah. Now, the musicians, verse 31. So we've talked about the Levites. Who's making the music here? Verse 31. These are the men David put in charge of the music in the Lord's temple after the ark came to rest there. They ministered with song in front of the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, until Solomon built the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. And they performed their task according to the regulations given to them. These are the men who served with their sons. From the Kohathites, Heman the singer, son of Joel, son of Samuel, son of Elkanah, son of Jeroam, son of Eliel, son of Toa, son of Zeus, son of Elkanah, son of Mahath, son of Amasai, son of Elkanah, son of Joel, son of Azariah, son of Zephaniah, son of Tehath, son of Aser, son of Biasaph, son of Korah, son of Izhar, son of Kohath, son of Levi, son of Israel. Heman's relative was Asaph, who stood at his right hand. Asaph, son of Barakiah, son of Shimei, son of Michael, son of Baaseah, son of Machijah, son of Ethni, son of Zerah, son of Adiah, son of Ethan, son of Zimha, son of Shimei, son of Jahath, son of Gershom, son of Levi. On the left, their relatives were Merari's sons Ethan, son of Kishi, son of Abdi, son of Malach, son of Hashabiah, son of Amaziah, son of Hilkiah, son of Emzi, son of Bani, son of Shemer, son of Mali, son of Mushai, son of Merari, son of Levi. Their relatives, the Levites, were assigned to all the service of the tabernacle, God's temple. But Aaron and his sons did all the work of the most holy place. They presented the offerings on the altar of burnt offerings and on the altar of incense to make atonement for Israel according to all that Moses, the servant of God, had commanded. These are Aaron's sons his son Eliezer, his son Phinehas, his son Abishua, his son Bucai, his son Uzziah, his son Zerahiah his son Marioth, his son Amariah, his son Ahitub, his son Zadok, his son Ahimaaz. These were the places assigned to Aaron's descendants from the Kohathite family for their settlement in their territory, because the first lot was for, for them. They were given Hebron in the land of Judah and its surrounding pasture lands, but the fields and settlements around the city were given to Caleb, son of Jephunneh. Aaron's descendants were given. Hebron, a city of refuge, Libna and his pasture lands, Jeter, Eshtimoa and his pasture lands, Hyland and his pasture lands, Deber and his pasture lands, Asian and his pasture lands, Beshemesh and his pasture lands. From the tribe of Benjamin they were given, Geba and his pasture lands, Alameth and his pasture lands, and Anathoth and his pasture lands. They had 13 towns in all among their families. To the rest of the Kohathites, 10 towns from half the tribe of Manasseh were assigned by Lot, the Gershomites were assigned 13 towns from the tribes of Issachar, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, and Bashan, according to their families. The Merarites were assigned by Lot, 12 towns from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, Zebulon, according to their families. So the Israelites gave these towns and their lands to the Levites. They assigned by Lot the towns named above from the tribes of the descendants of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin. Some of the families of the Kohathites were given towns from the tribe of Ephraim for their territory, Shechem, a city of refuge with its pasture lands in the hill country of Ephraim, Gezer and its pasture lands, and and its pasture lands, Horon and its pasture lands, and its pasture lands, Gathwimmon and its pasture lands from half the tribe of Manasseh, Aner and its pasture lands by Liam and its pasture lands were given to the rest of the families of the Kohathites. The gershomites received Golan and Bashan and its pasture lands and Asheroth and its pasture lands from the family, so half the tribe of Manasseh. From the tribe of Issachar, they received Kedesh and its pasture lands, Daburath and its pasture lands, Ramoth and its pasture lands, and Anim and its pasture lands. From the tribe of Asher, they received Meshel and its pasture lands, Abnon and its pasture lands, and its pasture lands, and Rehob and its pasture lands. From the tribe of Naphtali, they received Kedesh in Galilee and its pasture lands, Hamod and its pasture lands, and Kiriath Kiriathaim and its pasturelands. The rest of the Merarites received from the tribe of Zebulun, they received Ramono and its pasturelands, and Tabor and its pasturelands. From the tribe of Reuben across the Jordan at Jericho to the east of the Jordan, they received Bezer in the desert and its pasturelands, Jazah and its pasturelands, Kedamoth and its pasturelands, and Mepha'ath and its pasturelands. From the tribe of Gath, they received Ramoth in Gilead and its pasturelands. Mehanaim and its pasture lands Heshbon and its pasture lands and Jazer and, and its pasture lands we're just blowing the dust friends we're just blowing the dust off these yearbooks found in the attic of Israel's history Judah Simeon Reuben Gad, half the tribe of Manasseh, Levi, and all of this, all of this about these cities and the pasture lands showing the people of God in 430 B.C. how important it was that the Levites and the descendants of Aaron, how important they were, how important the worship of God was, In his plan. All these lands. these cities. By 430 BC. Controlled largely. Largely by the Gentiles. But God. God is saying. I want you to know. What these. Men are doing. These worship leaders are doing. They are bringing you into my presence. And it's okay. It's good. It's right. This is my plan for you. Okay, we're done for the day. I just want to say it again. This, uh, God's got a plan for you. And certainly His plan is emphasized here. It's personal. You're not out there floating. You come from somewhere in God's plan. You are somewhere in God's plan. Guess what? You are going somewhere. In God's plans. You fit. You have a place in God's yearbook. You're there by God's calling. So we will be glad. We will rejoice. God knows what he's doing. And he is doing it. He is going to complete his work in you until the day of Jesus Christ. We are confident of that. Confident. All right, then. Go out and have a great day. guess what? Come back tomorrow. You won't believe what tomorrow is. More names. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. We'll see you then. Have a great day.